are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, you guys? You're now tuned in to Sex, Love, and Alcohol Podcast, where we talk about, relate, and debate about anything and everything that has to do with sex, love, and alcohol. You can find us here live each and every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. After we wrap, you can find us on each and every podcast streaming network. So make sure you guys tune in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And what would sex, love, and alcohol be without hosts? We got Chrissy here in the building. We also have Miss Tiffany. She's here with us. And we also have two wonderful new hosts, Miss Empress and Miss Rain. You know, follow every follow each and every one of us on Instagram. And also tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. You know, each and every week we got new shows, guests, and everybody for your liking. So, your bitch is your mind's out. Hmm. <laughs> First of all, let's <laughs> I think you guys like our spicy conversations. Why you guys keep coming back? Now the Evening Rush Network now has the app. So catch it on every podcast all in one place at the Evening Rush Network app. That's right. So catch all your favorite shows. What are you waiting for? Download it now. I could not have said it any better. So make sure you download that app to stay connected with us and up to date on all your favorite shows. And now is almost time for the show. So pour yourself a drink and get ready and enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe to the Evening Rush Network and Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. It's your girl, Rain. We have Chrissy at the top. She, I believe she cannot. Yes, there she goes. Tim, uh, Miss Cummings and Miss Empress is not here today, um, but I know they're watching somewhere. And we also have two ladies today: Miss Vet Green, hello, and Miss Rebel Jones. <laughs> Thank you right. for joining us today. Can Thank you guys you. give us a little bit about you guys and what you're selling, whatever you're doing, Instagrams? Go ahead, Vet. Start. <laughs> oh, oh, well, hello, everybody. I am Vet Green. I am the host of the show, Think and Grow with Vet Green. I'm also the president of the 716 Live Radio, and I am so happy to be here. I've been watching Sex, Love, and Alcohol for a while. Like, this is my Friday. Sit on my lounge, sit back with my glass of wine, and relax and listen to the conversation. Thank you. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But peace and love, everybody. It's your one on Goddess Rebel Jones, also known as Monique Rebel Jones. I'm a live performing artist. I am also an event producer. I enjoy long walks in the park. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I mostly enjoy all the things that we talk about here on the show. I'm a returning guest. Sex, love, and a little bit of alcohol never hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. So I'm really mm-hmm. glad to be back to talk on that topic, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. And thank you, all of you viewers that usually come back. And if you're new, we talk everything, all love, sex, and alcohol. Um, we're here every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we're also syndicated everywhere around the world. So thank you so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. So this week, we are talking about 
our topic of this week is where is it okay topic of the day career <laughs> and family should you be dating if you're working on yourself oh that's a heavy topic that's a good one that's, this a, real is good. One. that's a real one <laughs> so um the topic of the day it's, it's a lot for me um you know last week you guys met my partner blake uh we're in a complicated relationship um <laughs> but uh -oh. we very much love each other um but right now we are taking a break uh so i feel like dating while you're working on yourself that's probably what we're doing right now we are not dating because we are currently both working on ourselves so um i feel as if for me working on myself and dating do not mix because how are you going to pour into someone else if you are not pouring into yourself so that's definitely my take on it um but you know we do have careers and families as well so you know with our family we're definitely working and, and co-parenting very well um but you know working on ourselves is definitely with our careers we're growing and we're expanding so a lot of times our careers get in the way but uh, but it's also something that is helping us grow more as uh individuals and also relationship wise so for me <laughs> dating and family and you know working on ourselves uh they don't mix <laughs> well many of you all know that i am married um semi-happy semi-not happy you know i'm a woman complicated um i have my, I have my mood like damn you know i'll be in my mood but I mean, for the most part, I am very grateful to be in a marriage. However, I will say for my sisters and my friends, um, from just hearing what their experiences are and from being, you know, in the past before my husband and I decided to get married and have children, we weren't looking for love. And I was heavily working on myself. So I can look back at my 22 year old self and say, girl, keep working on yourself. Take your time i think a lot of times when you say you're not looking for love and you meet that person you kind of create that wall of listen this is where i'm at but they're also there with you they're also in that space of working on themselves then you find yourself working on each other and i think that can also be a beautiful thing during the dating phase but i think once again um if you know for example that you're fasting for 30 days and this person doesn't have the audacity or the respect to not eat in front of you because they because you've already communicated that that could be kind of you know hard for you to watch other people eat or be someone that you are attracted to do things in front of you that you're trying to rid yourself of um, that is you know just self control during mm -hmm. dating while working on yourself but I think it could be challenging like Rain said and 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 it could get complicated when you have so many different goals in front of you. And if that person just kind of adds to one area and not all areas, or at least the important areas, it can get really complicated. But I, I would just say, I think it's okay to work on yourself. Maybe go to that yoga spin class with the person you're attracted to. And maybe it could end there after the spin class is over. You can always have something to look forward to. Um, as long as it's not a distraction from what you know you need to go after. That would be just my point of view. Absolutely. That was great and very well eloquently said. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miss Bat? 
Oh my goodness. This is, this is such a great topic because this is like my life right now, because I am balancing growing this child of mine's called think and grow with vet green mm -hmm. while I am dating and navigating through that part of life. The guy that I am dating has to be understanding that sometimes I'm not going to be available because right. this takes a lot of time. Saturdays and Sundays, I'm, I may be out getting content, so I, I, I'm not available. And those are my, and I work a full-time job, and I'm a caretaker. Right. You know, so I have a lot going on. Um, I, I don't want to be hindered in any way. So I need my guy to be understanding that, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, a budding entrepreneur, and my, I don't have a regular nine to five. Right. It, it, it may be, you know, six o'clock in the morning until one o'clock, one o'clock the next morning Then I'm working. So I don't have that time. So I, it's, it's definitely challenging. And everybody, you know, there, there's trust too. Like your person needs to be able to trust you mm -hmm. knowing that if you're in the studio at 10 o'clock at night working on something, okay, I'm in the studio at 10 o'clock at night, really working on something. Right. You know, right. That, that, that's my, my, that's my biggest thing. Like that trust. Don't, I don't want to have to answer to anyone about what it is that I'm doing. You know, I, I don't, if, if you know that, if, if you know, this is my dream, I don't, I don't want to have to account for that. You know, I just, it, it, it aggravates me to think that I would have to do that. I, I don't want to make any compromises. Right. Not with, <laughs> not with this. I hear you. I hear you. Well, as we can see, Miss Chrissy up here is multitasking. So we will wait. We will yes. wait and ask her a little bit later. However, now when we all are saying we're working on ourselves, what does that really consist of? Um, I'm no, I'm working on my patience. Mm -hmm. I thought I had a lot of patience. Um, me being, and I, I speak about signs, but I don't speak about it lightly. I do study astronomy and astrology nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And I would just say that for me being, you know, to a double bull and an Aries or Ram, mm. I kind of run into things like, okay, listen, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I have the confidence to get it done. And I also have the passion to get it done. Mm -hmm. But I think like within relationships, when I mentioned earlier with dating, you know, you kind of see this guy, or you see the situation and you're like, I got to go for it. But one of the things I know, even now after seven or however many years we've been together, I know I have to work on my patience. And I think also changing perspective, not living mm -hmm. in the story that my parents put me in. Right. Mm -hmm. So their story was my story. And then now that I'm an adult, I get to create my own story. And I think for a while, I didn't know how to do that. To be honest, I think I'm still in the process of learning how to say my story is now that I'm a mother. My story is now that I live in, you know, live with my husband and we're raising our children and we're still pursuing our our degrees and our, you know, learning from each other. But while we're still married, we're still dating in a sense. We go out on dates, but those dates sometimes can turn into conversations about what our goals are going to be. And it gets mm -hmm. intense because he might want to do one thing and I have a vision to do something else. And that can lead into an argument on a beautiful floral date somewhere mm. across the park. As I would say, working on um, perspective, working on the unique tunes of communicating with your partner, whether you're dating someone new or dating someone, you know, within the relationship of still, 
you know, going out and on adventures and not being fully committed to those adventures, but taking those chances. Mm -hmm. So um, my patience and my different ways of communicating. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, when you say different uh, ways of communicating, are you like talking like your love languages or... Yeah, I would say that all all love languages are my languages. I think it's just that um you ever play Sims? Have anybody here on this on this way side back in the Sims day? <laughs> no, I haven't. We're all octopuses in some sense in terms of being very multitasking oriented. But I will say if you ever have like some downtime where you just wanna kind of distract yourself just to realign, uh Sims was my thing, especially during the time I was pregnant with my son and I was, you know, at the time stay at home mom and pregnant mom, whatever. But <laughs> um, I would kind of distract myself from the world playing Sims. And so just to get to the point, they would have um, the Sims avatar symbol over their head. Mm -hmm. And when it's green, it usually symbolizes that they're doing well. They're happy. The goals are being met, etc. Right. And then when it was orange, considering that they were like maybe trying a new skill, if it's orange, it means that like they're working on it. Mm -hmm. So I, I bring that up to say that many of times I feel like I'm in the orange where I'm mm -hmm. still working on it. And I haven't really gotten to the green where there's a satisfactory limit where I'm like, not limit, but there's a satisfactory uh, meter where I'm like, okay, well, I've achieved this understanding. And so for me, when it comes to love languages, I feel like maybe affirmations is more green and for uh, gift giving, it's a little yellow for, you know, um, for touch, maybe it's a little in between the green and the orange. So I feel like there's an area where sometimes it's green and sometimes it's not. So I would say all love languages is my language. I just haven't figured out a way to be consistent in all of them, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's why I'm working on communication. <laughs> That's, that was very well said. Now, Miss Miss Vet, what are you doing to work on yourself? And and I don't mean you guys have to like really go into detail, but like, what exactly are you working? Because I know what I'm going, what I'm yeah. doing as far as working on myself. And, and I'm on live. So uh, Richard said, understanding is the first key. That is true. And Miss yes. Tasha says she agrees. I am right now, as of July 1st, I had to hit the reset button. And mm. I am doing this 30-day self-challenge mm. because I realized there's additional layers of vet that I need to peel back and figure yes. out, you know, what is going on with me? It, like the procrastination. Why am I procrastinating? Why am I procrastinating in certain areas of my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly um, working on myself. Rebel, you said that it seems like it, it doesn't end, but I don't think it does. I think we are constantly a work in progress. I know right. I am, right. you know, I'm constantly right. unveiling, you know, what it is that I like, what it is that I don't like. For most of my adult life, I was married. So that was the identification that I had that married life. And then you know, I found myself not married anymore. So I really had to reinvent who I am because I didn't have an identity. So it so for me, it's like, girl, you you got X, Y, Z, B, C, D, all of this stuff to work on. So bit by bit, I'm taking accountability for the things that I know that I mm. need to 
um, strengthen or uh, the opportunities for improvement. And I'm working on that, whether it's my patience, my trust issues, mm-hmm. you know, because I have that as well, mm-hmm. based on the friends and marriage, mm-hmm. you know, um, me just believing in myself. I'm working mm-hmm. on that as well, because I have this platform now that is constantly growing and people are looking towards me for certain things like motivation. So I'm, I'm, I have to work on that to make sure that I deliver. God Absolutely. gave me this for a reason. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for tapping in. I wish I could see the, the comments. I'm doing it from my cell phone today, so mm-hmm. I can't see the comments. So please don't think we are ignoring you. <laughs> no, we're not. I just can't <laughs> see them. You and see, Tiff is the person who's reading them because she's doing it from her desktop. So hopefully, um, you know, when Chrissy comes back, she'll be able to read the comments. So charge it mm-hmm. to my head, not my heart, people. But drop those comments anyway. Drop those comments anyway. Make sure you yes. check us all out. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Imperials, Imperial. Um, Imperial Empress said, blessed evening, ladies. Yes, blessed evening. So um, I'm going to open up the comments for you guys. Um, do How do you feel about working on yourself and dating, uh, whether it's your career, family, uh, working on yourself, period, by yourself, and, uh, you know, the work-life balance, the work relationship life balance? Put it in the comments. Let us know. Yeah. For me, give <laughs> it in the comments, y'all. How do you um, feel about work-life balance and relationships? Yes. So for me, I'm definitely in the season of working on rain. Like I'm trying to figure out who I was. Uh, all through my 20s, I was a serial relationship person. Like I was in a relationship all of my 20s. Um, uh, I am one of the women that have uh, children by two men. And I was with them for the whole course of my 20s. And I had no identity, like you said. Like, so now, uh, you know, I have a great relationship with my children's father. So we are working, like I said, we're working on ourselves. But in the meantime, when we have our deep conversations, he's just like, you got to work on you. You got to figure out who you are as a person. Like when we're not here you don't know what to do with yourself. And I, at first I was offended and I was really upset. I'm like, how dare you say that? I take care of home. We're all good. We're happy over here. Our kids are fed. They're nurtured, blah, blah, blah. He's like, are you fed? Are you nurtured? And I said, Ooh, <laughs> right. about my whole life. <laughs> In that one sentence, you're telling me about my whole life. And I said, you're absolutely right. I have no identity. Um, I would get jealous and he would go away and do things. And I'm just like, why can't I do that? And he said, because you, you're not doing it. You always <laughs> feel like you have to be home. And that's part of what um, I'm working on right now. It's just being selfish so I can be selfless to others. Um, uh, you can't pour into yourself. Um, you can't pour into others if you're not pouring into yourself. So that's mm-hmm. definitely one. Um, another is, you know, I've never really had that outside voice. I've always been the person, especially in my relationships, to just say, okay, you're right. And not really taking 
finding my voice. So that's something I'm working on as well, as well as, like you said, accountability is a big thing. Um, I know I'm, I'm definitely that girl that's like, likes to deflect, like, well, you do it too. And he's like, no, you can't do that. You got to let you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to stand on your own shit. And I'm like, you are absolutely right. So that's definitely something that I'm working on. Uh, like, everything's a mess right now. I'm in a great space as far as career, but it's not where I want to be. Like, I make great money. I do great things within my job, but I'm not happy there. So it's just now I'm like reevaluating. Is that really what you want to do for the rest of your life? And like you said, I'm a nine to five girl. Like I work nine to five, five days a week, sometimes six if I decide to do some overtime. Um, but that being said, like, I don't even know if that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, so just trying to figure that all out. I do have side hustles that I do, of course, this being one of them. But I don't know if that's what I want to do, like, with my main, as my main job. And, you know, I have that entrepreneurial bug that always bites me. But I think it's just that <laughs> taking that leap on faith and just figuring it out and doing it, like, full time. So... I'm definitely working on myself as far as that. And I encourage you. I encourage you so much because identity is, um, I think that mentioned earlier, just like it's ongoing. So I think identity falls into the ongoing. You know, at, at 16, you know, I was a hot tamale. They call me Lady Luscious. By the time I, by the time I, I reached uh, 22, I was rebel because you know, just to share openly, as I have done before on my own platform, you know, I was sexually assaulted. And so that changed the game for me right. in terms of boundaries, in terms of how I communicated, in terms of how I navigated my feminine power, because, mm. you know, you're moving around in that sauce and sometimes you get lost in your own sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, or at least, you know, at least at the point at that time I did, and it was more of a loss of, of being so open and friendly to people. And I think this also has something to do with, you know, identity and relationships. And so, so many of my relationships were with men that were artists and I'm an mm -hmm. artist. So mm -hmm. a lot of times we grab, I gravitated to men that were artists because it was an easy flow of mm -hmm. energy to deal with someone who understood that we're in the studio from sunup to sundown, that we're working consistently on music, that we're working with other people, that we can navigate a room of men and women and not feel the need to be sexual with them. However, other people do not have the same thought patterns as you. And so though I thought I was being friendly with someone or being consoling to their needs and just being that person, right? Unapologetically, because that's just the way that I was created. I don't think of being nice as something that I put on. I think it's something nice. It's something that I show off, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is a part of who I am. And I had to learn how to navigate that sauce because so many people wanted it and I thought it was okay to give it. And um, it wasn't, especially if they're taking it without consent. And so I just want to say, like, to cheer you on that, yes, hold your own. Yes, be accountable. And also identity can look different today and different tomorrow. And so I Absolutely. cheer you on to find yeah. out what that encouragement looks like, Reem, because, girl, we I think if I may say I've been there, my sister's been there, my friends have been there, and um, entrepreneurship is fun as 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, I dabbled in it a little bit during 2020. I think that's mm-hmm. what really like awakened it. Um, I had a cloth clothing line, which will be back soon. It's called Uncharted Territory Clothing. Oh, I like um, and I was selling clothing pieces for women, but now I'm opening up to men as well. We were sizes um, X, extra small to 4XL. And um, that was like my passion. Like I loved it so much, but I got discouraged because a lot of times I wasn't able to find the pieces that I wanted for everybody. But then I had to realize like, we're not all made the same. So I had to like really get out my own head, like, and tell myself, it's okay. Rome wasn't built in a day. You're not going to find exactly what you want right now. Keep going. But then when we outside opened back up and the world uh, went back to normal, work got back into the way. So I just did all of that and put all my energy into work. But now, like I said to you guys, like work is taking a toll on me. I'm not happy. So I'm not happy at all. So I had to like figure out and rearrange and figure out life. So it's definitely something that I'm looking to do again, once yeah. again. Well, we live We're constantly us. creating ourselves. Um, yes. I think it was you, Rebel, that said um, our, our identities are changing. I feel like even like day by day, I'm constantly recreating mm-hmm. or making better me, making a better version of me. And I don't know what she's going to look like tomorrow. I, I know what I want her to look like, but I don't know exactly what she's going to look like tomorrow. Because one thing I, I like to do is I like to absorb something, like learn something every day, because it helps me learn more about me mm. for what, 20 years, I was this wife and mom. And, you know, like that was my only, my only identity. So I'm really learning me, like learning the stuff that I like, learning the stuff that I don't like learning. Um, just, you know, what I want to do with like, like, I didn't know I wanted to be in podcasting or have a show. I didn't know that Mm. It, it took me to, you know, I guess, decide to jump out on faith and say, you know what? I'm choosing me this time and be selfish about it because mm-hmm. I have to be selfish. I'm so used to being a, a people pleaser, y'all. Yes. That, you know, it got in my, I got in my own way by trying to please everybody else. And I wasn't pleasing myself. So I got into a, a bit of well, a lot of depression. Mm-hmm. So now I'm happily being selfish in this thing and don't right. care. And don't care. I love it. I love it. Because I cared for so long. But you know how they say we give everybody grace but ourselves? I cared for so long what people just want to make people happy. Right. And I was so unhappy. Now it's like, uh uh-uh. I don't want to compromise. I I, I don't want. And I'm using my no. Like, no. I'm living. This is the first time I, I was a teenage mom. So I had kids forever. Now mm-hmm. this is the very first time that like I'm on my own for real, for real. Wow. And it, it's like I'm happy about it. Before I was yeah. a little apprehensive, but now it's like, girl, you really learning yourself. Yes, oh, it's liberating, you know, right? I'm loving it. And hey, Richard, I see you out there. Everybody's tapping in. Richard said, um, yes, you are right, but even as you do, you need that special person to encourage you. I agree, but that special person needs to be able to encourage me. Exactly. The pro- I don't know if you if you all have ran into this problem where you're working on yourself and you come you you come in contact with someone who's like stagnant or haven't even begun the process of working on themselves. Mm-hmm. What do we do with that? 
to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said toss him. Toss him. Yeah. To <laughs> it seems yes. like it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, you lost Chrissy again. <laughs> I was about to ask her. <laughs> So yeah, like yeah. I feel like, like you said, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly figuring out who we are, and I'm so glad. And I encourage you and your journey because this is this is a lot. This is heavy coming from you said you were in a marriage for a long time and you had children. So at least with me, my children are still fairly young. I, you know, I got. A, a little bit of years behind me as a mom but you I, I don't know if you have older children or if you have small children as well so this is like brand new uncharted territory <laughs> come on with the brand marketing i see you it's it's right. Right. i see you plugging it in that was that was why, the reason why i named it what i named it come on I, all i need some bell bottles the flare ones to make my butt look like <laughs> Yeah. Yes, but Miss Green, like, <laughs> how is it feeling? Is it liberating? Is it scary? Is it both? All of that. Oh my God, Rain. It was it was so scary at first, legit, because I've never really been in the house by myself, living mm. by myself. So mm -hmm. that's scary. I'm so used to some type of noise because mm -hmm. I have six kids, two sets of twins. Ooh. My oldest is 30 and she really just now moving out. Mm -hmm. She went into service and all of that, but she came right back home. So she's mm -hmm. really just moving out mm -hmm. and then i have my 20 year olds um who actually one just moved back with me but oh. the first few months but even he's like he's living his life mm -hmm. i'm navigating that too parenting adults i'm navigating mm -hmm. that too mm -hmm. but it feels so liberating because for the first time in my life i really can't focus on me mm -hmm. like they're grown now and that mm -hmm. feels so good to be able to do that right but they still they, they still want their mama now you let them back in the house Oh yes. my God! Yes. <laughs> that part, that part. Yes. I, I want to know though from all of you, but especially Miss Green, since you mentioned your children and them growing and changes. What is dating like when you come out of such a long yes. relationship? Are you choosing the men based I off of your process, or mm. are you choosing them based off of what you want to see the woman that you see, Miss? green becoming do you choose them based off of your future self or based off of your present self like how do you before i was choosing them off of who i used to be and boy oh boy was i picking some narcissistic crazy just bull crap because i i was choosing them from my unhealed place like mm -hmm. so i was i was um diminishing who i should you know like like i was choosing people based on who i used to be Mm -hmm. Instead of choosing people who I'm going to be, mm -hmm. like, can they fit in my future? That's what I'm looking at now. Mm -hmm. And where are you going with your life? Because I, mm -hmm. I, man, I was choosing people who weren't going anywhere, didn't want anything out of their life. And I realized again, from me unpacking and, and, and peeling back these layers of me, it was because I did not think I was worthy of better. Mm -hmm. like now she what? Yes. Hold on. Ms. I'm Ashi gonna try to see about these comments. Okay. So I can't see you guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. What about you, Christine? Me. Um, yes. Sorry, I did not eat all day. I'm trying to eat ice cream at fucking sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> 
I hate you. I love it. I love, a, I love a good dessert in the middle in the late night. Yes. <laughs> Listen, my dinner right now is Reese's Klein Dock bars, pink lemonade, and cheeses. That's my dinner. That sounds great. You are gonna go ooh, up, 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 up. Hopefully your belly doesn't hurt later. Cause you know, as you get older, your stomach's not as kind to you with stuff Girl. like that. I ain't my stomach be messing up my nose. I'm like, dang. <laughs> but still for, still feel still forgive me. I'm still kinda under the weather. I'm still coughing right. like crazy. No, but, um, um me personally, um, I don't even know where to start. Like, say, well, the question was like, how was like dating and stuff like that after the fact? But like, um, I know you're married. I was, I'm a divorcee. Um, pre marriage, of course, you know, you had your, your mindset on what you want in life and what you want to do for that moment. Like, once after being married for 10 years and stuff like that, it's like my mindset changed of what relationships are and what my, my goals are and what I want mm -hmm. for myself for the future. And um, trying to even get back in to the dating scene after 10 years of being in one relationship with somebody is like one of the hardest things in the in the universe because like you got to realize like when I was pre-marriage like that was what you know we weren't on social media that heavy we you know you was meeting people outside at the, on the street on the gas station going out to parties like you know, friends of friends, like you meeting people actually having real conversations. Like after marriage, there's no more real conversations. Everything is like, yo, what's your DM? What's your Instagram? I don't have that. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, so it's like dating came, became a little bit more harder. Mm -hmm. And then, then the realization of what life really is came to be like a hope for a lot of people. Cause like now you're stuck to the computer, you're stuck to your phone. You're not going outside and enjoying life. So right. it's like, and then some people's mind frames of like, you know, COVID messed up a lot of people too with like, you know, what they want to do in life. Some people, it opened up their eyes on what they need to do to better themselves. And then some is like, man, I've been in a show for so long. Now I just want to have fun. So it's like people that were worthy of long-time commitment never really enjoyed life that much. So then they're like going back in time. So it's mm -hmm. like... You looked at those people as prospective mates, but then now they're living their best life. And <laughs> they're no longer that right. <laughs> right. You know, it's like then I was like COVID changed a lot of people. And it changed people's aspects and mind frames of how things are. And it's like you could have probably looked at this person before, like, you know what? He'll definitely make like a great husband one day, whatever. Like he's a homebody, he's a you know, he's business oriented, whatever, but it's like all he did before was work, work, work and, and business that he never lived. But now he's living mm -hmm. and now he's no longer that potential mate that you want because that's not on his radar anymore. Exactly. So it's like, it's kind of, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. And then now it's like some people's like small minded, childish. It's like, and then life is short. So people's not even looking into marriage anymore. Me, even though I right. was married, <laughs> even though I was married, I want to remarry. Like, mm -hmm. marriage was amazing to me. Um, and I always say that. I'll never take that away from that man, even though he went crazy. I'll never take away from him, but our marriage was great. <laughs> he went <laughs> crazy. Marriage, he, he went crazy, but our marriage GPS was amazing. It was mm -hmm. amazing. While it lasted, the shit was amazing. And I, I, I will do it 10 times over again. 
Mm. Um, so it's like, I am looking to remarry. I'm looking for that commitment. But now people are not on that same mind frame as me. People yeah. just want to fuck and suck and leave it alone. As <laughs> <laughs> Tasha said, the game changed after 10 years. Yep, <laughs> exactly. I mean, so, I wasn't married, but we were together for about 10 years too. And it's just like, ooh, getting back into this. I don't even want to do it. It's so discouraging. <laughs> Oh my it, God. Is. it is. I, I mean, it is just on the outside looking in, but I think also just having like been at my brother's wedding yesterday, I got all choked up. Um, my husband and I didn't have a ceremony yet, but we, you know, we did it the way in which we thought was best. We're hoping to get our lives and our goals aligned before we have our dream ceremony. And for me, it's it's not just about the dress or the decorations. It's about family. Yeah. And so what made me choke up at that wedding was like, dang, is my father going to be like in sound mind to walk me down the aisle or just to be there and say that I once belonged to him, like that I came out his sack and came into the world, even though he did not raise me, he'll make it into a beautiful woman. Like, is he gonna be there to see that? You know, and then, you know, my grandfather, um, you know, he's a father of seven children, and my grandfather is a very, he's an Aquarius, he's a, he's a comedian in his own right. But sometimes, like, growing up from where he did, I just feel like his, his, like his sense of humor is insulting and it's to a point now it's just like okay granddaddy like i love you but i gotta create distance because you don't quite understand the boundary and it's not like i'm keeping him out i'm just trying to keep my my emotions safe i've mm -hmm. learned some things granddad and i learned that you're not supposed to discuss certain things about my appearance and me being light skin or me mm. needing to straighten my hair mm. or mm. you know my children you know being too pretty or my husband mm. and I getting married and having children too early like encourage mm. me you know say congratulations you got your BA or how can I fund your 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 college I are you you live in Manhattan you need help with your rent you know do you need help with you know do you need me to come over and wash the kids so you and your husband can go take care of business like I I looked at my brother-in-law's wedding and I got discouraged not because of the love that I have with my husband because of family because for me, uh, that kind of ceremony is like built for people that you love and you're saying, hey, come witness this love and also be accountable, like keep us accountable for our vows. Mm -hmm. And I take that very seriously. And so when I looked around and saw the family there, I got all choked up because I'm thinking about the family that I or the relatives that I come from. Mm -hmm. And I think this is when dating, you know, getting to the point about dating and working with yourself. Sometimes working on yourself can cause a ripple effect for your family members to work on themselves. And so then like get in a relationship with somebody and you're not fully the person you need to be breaking those, breaking down those walls that you might have internally about yourself, right? Your self-esteem, your, 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 your courage that you probably once had when you were like maybe a little younger in your teens, when you had a little bit more fire and, and less care about what the world had to say. And if you did care, you didn't care enough not to try anyway, whether it was in their face or behind their backs. Like, what happens to that? If family isn't there, it, regardless of what people say, I, family is everything to me. I can't, I wouldn't be the first one to say family shit. Family is everything to me. So if a cousin shows up, if a grandma shows up, I don't care if I see grandma 
great grandma auntie in a long time when we do come together i feel whole mm. Um, and so just thinking about marriage or thinking about dating and relationships, I say, listen, work on yourself because that's a ripple effect. You never know what family member is watching you go get that job that, that the, that society or that the public is, you know, throwing slander and, and propaganda about us, us black women not being able to achieve or only achieving one out of so on out of 10, you know, go for it anyway, because somebody's watching in your family and then that family member might show up to that wedding in which you prepared yourself to date properly or not say properly, but just in a way that, you know, would benefit you in the long run. Mm -hmm. That wedding. Mm, girl, I was in tears, but I was holding back. Like, oh, I was like, I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> 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 yeah, man up. Man up. Right, I was trying to man up, you know? My little 34 feet. I was like, um. <laughs> I don't know if I would get married again. I, I was just gonna ask it. you that. <laughs> I, you know what? I uh, I went right out my mom's house into like relationship marriage, and like I, my whole world was just comprised of my family. So now that I'm meeting me, it's like, man, I don't want to get that up. At least not right now. It's 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 not in my five year plan. I do want the person that I'm with to be by my side through this whole thing because I'm going somewhere. You know, you know how you know, you know what you know who you are. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to try and diminish that in me mm -hmm. because I I'll, you know that's our she's a runner. She's a man, I'll be a track star for real. <laughs> Listen, rebel what? <laughs> and be Hello. running because I, I'm man, I'm I'm so scared that somebody is going to try and revert me back to the person that I used to be. Oh. And it's like, she, she, man, she went through so much and she went through a lot to get here. Mm -hmm. She's okay back there. She's healing through me. I don't want to revert back to her. I want to become more of that. I don't, and I need that, that, that guy that's going to be my, like my king. I want him to look at me and see my crown without me having to point it out to him. Like, baby, I'm gonna be by your side. I'm I got your back. Right. When the world is against you, you can come home, lay your head on my shoulder, and we go rock this out together. But right. I also need you to take that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't need you to be selfish about it because I, man, like I'm going somewhere and we can do this thing together. Together. I, just just be my king for real. Be be yeah. my protector, be my supporter, be my cheerleader because this world. Is yes yeah, against you, my 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 black king, but the world is definitely against black women as well. Absolutely, yeah. we have to go through so much, and I need to be able to, you know, lay that at your feet sometimes, just as well as you lay the the issues that you're going through at my feet, and and let's do this together. Shit, black excellence is is for real. Let's yeah. beat that, you yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. So, how can I say? I don't want to say career or family. How do you balance? I don't want to say I don't want to say pick career or family. But at the end of the day, as women, like if it was male is on here, I could ask career or family because they'll give me an answer. They'll give you an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but for like us being all mothers and women that have businesses and private ventures and stuff like that, um, how do you balance? 
Can you really? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you, I, I don't like, know you if you realize, can, How Christy. do you balance that and still say if you are, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Heal the say Lord. you worked on yourself. yourself. Yourself is where you, you, you somewhat got yourself where you want to be. It's not that much work you're going to put more into yourself, but you're still doing your career. You're still trying to work with your family. Now, how do you actually say, all right, let me throw this person into the mix now? It's like you got not just two things, but three, four things. Now you got to balance yourself, your partner, your kids, and your your career. It's like as women, and mind you, we're supposed to be superheroes, pull out the cape from the, you know, we're supposed to be able to just, Manifest and just do all of it. <laughs> and up the whip before I pull out the cape, but yeah, I get that part. <laughs> I got it right here in the drawer. Let me know. <laughs> it's a challenge like, trying to balance. It's definitely a challenge. Time. I work a lot, like a lot. My children can tell you that, and mm -hmm. that's one of my probably my toxic trait. I love to make money. <laughs> I like to work. There's nothing but toxic about it. I, I say toxic because at times my kids are like, when I get home, I'm exhausted. I give them what I can, but I can't give them all of me because I just spent 10 hours at work giving everybody all of me. Okay. And um, I'm still trying to find that balance because not so much my youngest, but my oldest definitely makes it known. And he's a boy. He's like, so you're not going to make no time for me? And then he has an attitude. <laughs> he gets upset. But then I'm like, you know what? He's absolutely right. So I'm trying to find that balance. So, you know, I mm. guess I'm dating my children, too, in a sense of, you know, yeah. just doing things <laughs> with them alone and, 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 mm -hmm. and making them feel special. So I don't think I have time to throw another person in the mix right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we be knowing that, right? And it's like, with me, I'm like, okay, whoever I'm dating, I hope that you understand that I have a lot on my plate. Like at any mm -hmm. given time, I can have eight people calling me because they're dependent on me. So I need mm -hmm. you to understand that. I need mm -hmm. you to, you know, not make me feel bad. You know, mm -hmm. check me if I'm not making time. Because mm -hmm. I, I right. you know, check me on that, but also be understanding. Right. Like, right. I have, um, fit in. <laughs> I have a, like, this topic hits home for, like, a lot of people, not just us here, a lot of people out there, but, like, even a lot of people in my personal, not my, like, my friends. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, because I don't know why people just come to me and tell me all they fucking business. Not that I'm going to say your <laughs> names or anything. No, it's just mm -hmm. a thing. But, but that's you know, the thing. They you feel know comfortable. what I do. First of all, disclaimer: everybody knows what I do, so you know I'm gonna say something. Like I'm gonna. <laughs> so <laughs> no, but say for instance, I do have a like I have two male friends, two kind of different scenarios. One male friend, like when I say like he tells me everything, like his goals, what he want to do, like he you know gonna buy into Amazon, gonna do all this stuff. So like nice. literally. He's working like three jobs. He does Uber. He does his regular, like, take care of like mental people, whatever. And then he does like um, uh, Instacart and Uber, all that stuff on the mm. side. And then he does like late night, overnight deliveries just to stack up. When I say this boy will probably, I'd be like, did you eat? And he's like, no, I can't. Like, um, I made, I went and made, got some stuff to make soup to last me for the week. Like, he'll literally <laughs> do stuff like that to stretch his money. Mm -hmm. So that he can literally save and get to his goal. 
He That's wants to date once in a blue moon, like he'll put a little bit of money aside to go have some kind of fun, you know? And um, he still wants to hang out with females. He still wants to date. People like him because he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous man. Um, I have a friend, another mutual friend that actually wanted to talk to him. She used to be like, oh, he's broke. He don't. I said, he's not broke. I said, have mm -hmm. you ever spoke to him? Have you ever had a conversation with him? Have you ever asked him what his goals are in life or anything? What kind of conversation do you have with males when you actually sit in a room with them? Because mm -hmm. if you actually sat down with him, you will know that he's working towards mm -hmm. something. He's mm -hmm. far from broke. He has money mm -hmm. thrown out of his ass. He's a trust fund baby. His father just died and inherited all the stuff. But the thing is that he has so much more bigger things that he wants in life that he that he literally, what you call that, um, uh, fasting for. Like he's, mm. he's literally putting everything to the side to reach his goal. Like he's giving up so much. And the thing is like, if you actually just wait a second, whatever you need and want from him, it will come to you as long as you allow him to get to where he needs to be. Right. But if you constantly keep pulling from him, like, oh, I want to go out. I want bottles. Oh, can you buy me this from my house? Oh, can you do this? Okay, you're taking from what he needs to be successful in life. And if this is somebody that you see a future with, wouldn't you want that? Mm-hmm. But instead, like, the women on, like, the, the women, will, like, will bash him for it. Like, you see somebody that's goal-oriented actually is working towards something that's really actually going to work and he actually accomplished his goal by the way congratulations he he made a sacrifice but it wasn't a big sacrifice as in like years mm -hmm. he knew he set a time frame from himself he said he he plotted out his monthly spending how much he will come in and how long it will take me to meet this goal he actually met the goal before his time so it's oh. like all you had to do is just wait a little while it wasn't even a whole year and a half literally like he he did everything within a, a little bit of time but he accomplished that and now he's free to do whatever and has a business for himself and whatever that's that's going that's have like with digital income just coming in coming in and he could go to, he's literally making money in his sleep you understand so it's like it works for him but then i have another male on the other side that literally this i want to say it's about maybe 19 years he put aside family he literally cut off his family his mm. friends relationships everything because he says he doesn't want to have he didn't he's so in love with children and i know he would be a, a wonderful father he even put off having children because he said he's not what he wants to be in life and he doesn't want to start a family have children anything so he's successful have a home to call his own, his dream home, his every he wants everything to be perfect before wow. anybody enters his life. Mm. Uh, but that like, he could constantly no. chasing that. <laughs> he could constantly be chasing that and he's missing out on his his you know his blessing. <clears throat> and I and I actually told him that too is like the thing is like and then like he'll try to incorporate a girl here and there but then the girl sets back his goals. Mm. You understand? The girls, because it's like, you know, he's not like a regular, oh, let's go to Red Lobster. It's like, oh, we're going to Maldives. We're going here. Mm -hmm. We're going outside. We're going outside. So it's like, he's spending big money when he goes outside. So it's like, when he dates somebody, okay, I'm going to treat you like I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. So he'll do things like them extravagantly. So it's like, him actually entertaining somebody is taking away from what he's going to do. But it's not until now when I can, and, and mind you, I know this man all my life, 
And it's not until now that he has, he's currently building his dream home somewhere mm. in Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. He bought, he bought over, what, 10 point something acres of land. Nice. And he's building this big old multi million dollar mansion, literally in the works as we speak. Love like, it. so his dream home is coming together. His businesses, he has three businesses that's finally coming together. But now you're way older than me, sir. Who are you having to kill with? It's like, sir, you're older than me. Like, I'm I'm not old. I'm only 37, but he's like way late. Like, it's like, yeah, and it's and then he's into older women at that too. So it's like you right. still have a child, but then you're into older women. <laughs> you're already older. So it's like not too many old women can produce babies at a certain, you know, it ends up having some kind of complication. And you don't want to be old when I'm after nobody's kids. So, like, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, age, it's like, I'm contemplating having another one. And I'm Are you? <laughs> and it's like everything, oh, no. and it's everything he wanted in life, he's he's got, he's getting, and it's and it's in it's literally manifesting in front of his face. And it's like, damn, about time I can rest. But it's like, now you're going to rest, but it's like, damn, you missed out on so many opportunities. And then sometimes you say, maybe it just wasn't a card for me to have kids or a family or this. But it's like, it wasn't a card for you, but you put those cards to the side. Mm. I think it still is. Because instead of, you yeah. find, instead, of you, instead of you finding somebody to build together, you decided to do it alone. And instead of it taking mm. you a few years or three or four years, it took you almost 20. Mm. But that's so admirable. But if you had access yeah, I was gonna say I commend him for that though, but at the same time, <laughs> damn, homie, <laughs> really? I don't feel that way. I mean, I feel like if he's able, I mean, granted, I understand that scientifically there's no going around that. Some people, our bodies change over time, and so what we want to produce sometimes, you know, it is a gamble. I do understand that part of it. You know, I think I don't know most some people that I speak to, specifically men. They want to have their own seed, but I do believe that there are options such as like foster care. There are children out there that need parenting. And if he's yes. a good father, he can be a good father to someone who is fatherless, um, motherless, homeless, nonetheless. But I understand some people want things a certain way, but I do think when we talk about balance and relationships, we do have to consider that things will get sacrificed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I experienced that when my husband was in the military for six months and I was working at Delta, which I'm no longer... Not concerned about that, but mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm no longer there, and it's you know it, it's it was challenging, but overall, it was a sacrifice. I showed up when I need to show up, how I need to show up, but I couldn't do no more than what I was showing up with, and I gave my all, mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, there was times I would come home after picking up the kids from a a nice little eight hour shift from four a.m. to twelve p.m. and then working with the kids because I work with my children. I set them down after school and I give them secondary school at home. And so I won't be Make done sense. and in bed, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? In bed until like maybe nine o'clock and getting up and doing it all over again. Mm -hmm. And so what I usually sacrifice was them damn dishes. Them dishes not getting <laughs> done. Oh, well, bed, right. <laughs> if, if I want to take a decent hot shower, I'm not rushing myself. I want to burn my incense, play my Erica Badu. You know what I mean? May break out the toy. I mean, me, 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 it's sex love alcohol. Break out the toy in the shower. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They look crazy, but um, 
the sacrifice was sometimes not cleaning up, not putting the clothes away after I did laundry, not folding the clothes downstairs because I'm too tired to do that and come upstairs and bathe the children who want to give me the run around. I do mean the run. I mean running around a little butt naked little babies to talk about. I don't want to think about it. Not yet. You know, not knowing how tired I am. But I, I do, I do, I do commend those men that you're talking about because finding a partner who's going to eat soup with you while you build your career. Mm-hmm. It's tough. And sometimes they could balance it out. Maybe she could cook while you are out there hustling and when you come home, you have a meal. But that could be challenging to find somebody who's willing to go through the the internal challenges. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes the universe, or I like to say, sometimes God, even within yourself, the God inside of you, the higher self is working and the trajectory of a relationship consistently changes. And so, ooh, what to put in five to 10 years in a relationship, like, we got a goal, we're gonna go for it. I'm committed to doing it. What if your trajectory changes? What if your soul wants to go in another direction? You know, that can be heartbreaking in itself. I mean, you might find your way back, it all depends on perspective, communication, but I I just think it's amazing. If I was a guy, I'd be like them. I, I am kind of like them, but thank God. Mm-hmm. For the man in my life who's willing to commit and be like, this girl's a workaholic. Don't she know mm-hmm. to put that computer away? It's right. midnight. It's the weekend. Yeah. Five o'clock is done. I'm like, nah, bro. I got this content. I got this idea. I think I want to do this. I think I want to do I can't. <laughs> it don't go off, you know, until it's ready. Until it comes out. So uh, yes. I just shout out to yes. those men. And shout out to women this- who are sacrificing too. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 This All right, light is, I, is so bright in my eyes, you guys. So I have the big ring light in front, and I usually use the small one, but I can't find the cord. So it's like, oh my God. It's okay because you're, you're shining. You look so oh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's All right, well, I hate to cut this short. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Ethan Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Ethan Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time stops, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Ethan Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Get to it. Now here are our sponsors. Equation signed to the Evening Rush Entertainment. Go download her new single now. Your Story is Our Story is one of the top leading event planners out of Long Island, serving the whole of Nassau and Suffolk County and the metro area. No matter the special event, Your Story is Our Story has you covered. No matter how big or how small, they have a team big enough to execute your event to perfection. Even if you just want to set up a scene for a photo shoot, they got you covered. They can do anything. 
Your Story is Our Story also does forever flower bouquets. For all occasions, special holidays, Mother's Day, Easter, you name it, whatever you need it for, they got you covered. So make sure you reach out to them and follow them on Instagram. They always got special deals when holidays come around. Their Instagram page is Your Story is Our Story, or you can follow them on their website at www.ysios.net. Tell them sex, love, and alcohol sent you. And those were our sponsors of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. Shout out to our sponsors. Your story is our story. They are actually out doing a big event right now. So shout out to them. Uh, if you're ever looking for any type of event planning, you can uh, check them out. Their website is www.yos. Wait, Y-S-O-S. Y-S-O-I-O-S dot com. They're in, the, they're in, are they in Brooklyn? What, what borough are they in? They are, are in Long Island. They Long are Island. the biggest Long Island event planners in history okay. right they, now. They are in, they're in Long Island. They're from Long Island, but they do events they, all over. They yes, do they're over. a tri-state area, and they also been going down south as well. So oh. we are doing big things over here. And also, shout out to Nequasia, the newest artist from the Evening Rush Entertainment. Shout out to you, girl. We are here again. In case you are just tuning in, I am Rain. Hello, everyone. Chrissy got me behind against my will <laughs> doing this. But we have Chrissy at the bottom. And we have also Miss Returning Rebel Jones and Miss Vet Green. We've been having such an amazing conversation today. So we thank you, ladies, for joining us and talking about this great topic that we are discussing right now. Uh, if you're just tuning in, the topic today is, we're waiting for the bottom, because I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> don't laugh at me. It happens, though. It happens. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm on air, and you're trying to think of something, and it's like, I'm like, don't be interviewing somebody about a book or saying you forget the title. <laughs> yes. I don't want to mess it up. This week's title is family versus career versus family um and is it okay to still date as while you're working on yourself see i wasn't gonna say all of that i was going to say <laughs> is it okay to date while you're working on yourself so i didn't want to mess it up so yes we have all uh chimed in and had our takes on it except miss chrissy so i was trying to wait until the second half of our show for us for us to hear her take on this and we're also going to open up the comments as well so we can see how other people are feeling about this topic yeah so i can't Chris open the comments because every time i try to open the comments um i get kicked off so see, it's the same thing for me okay mm -hmm. so we're not doing this thank you everybody that's here and listening and watching yeah the comments <laughs> are there can't but... read them today Today it's like some technical difficulties going on, so and I'm trying to even log. My computer's been trying to log on for like an hour. Same. So I didn't even but, try. 
I do want to say, um, no matter what, I do choose my family over at anything. Um, I always say, no matter what, your family, your kids will know when you're not there. Your job will never know when you miss a day. Mm-hmm. It's like your kids and your family will know when you missed a special event, something that was dear to their heart, something that was memorable to them. But if you were sick, had a flu, the job won't, they'll, they'll just write you up. They'll, you know, mm-hmm. it's just another day. They won't remember like, oh, this day you weren't here because of X, Y, and Z. No, they wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like they're not gonna remember. You're not. You're just a number. You're just a, a replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not that easily replaced with your family and your kids. Absolutely. So no Absolutely. matter what, and everybody know me for being Miss Workaholic, Miss Busybody, um, mm-hmm. always doing everything and anything under the fucking sun for everybody else. Um, but I never miss anything of importance for my kids. Nothing mm-hmm. of importance for my family. If anybody's sick, I'm there. If anybody's hurting, I'm there. If anybody just needs me to have a conversation because they're going through it, I am there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do put life on hold for things that are important to me. Um, so I do say my family and my friends do come before a lot of um, other things because money can come and go. And I'm a, <laughs> I'm a walking testimony of having it all to having nothing in less than 24 hours. So... Um, so yeah, trust Oof. me. I um, I I know money comes and goes, like things happen. But your family is always there. Um, as far as me at this moment, I want to say um, I'm not dating. Um, I sometimes I get that lonely spell, like I want to date, I want to do things, but I really had to take a step back and work on myself. And the what I'm going through at this time in my life, it's um, it's unfair for me to bring anybody into my life, even if it's just for a moment, for a second, for a little rendezvous. I just feel like it's unfair because who I am now isn't the real me. Mm. I don't want to say the real me, but this is not my norm. Mm. This is not my norm. This is this will never be my norm. So for me to welcome you into my life at this point in time, it's unfair. I feel like it's selfish, and I want to give you me. And all of me at my purest, you understand? And I feel like now wouldn't be fair until I literally get myself where I normally am. Because to see somebody, to welcome you into my life now, you probably wouldn't like the person that I am. And this isn't, this is not me on a regular day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sometimes mm-hmm. when people really, really go and do stuff, it takes them to really dark and deep places that they never have been whatever before. So um, knowing that I need to get my life together and get some type of balance, um, I'm going to, I have to sacrifice and not be with anybody. But mind you, they knocking, they come in and I'm pushing away. Like <laughs> I'm pushing it away. I'm Her and you says. <laughs> I'm pushing it away. So are you and pushing them away or are you pushing them? No, and but the thing is that some guys don't, <laughs> Some guys think differently than we, well, a lot of guys think, nobody thinks like women, period. But Mm -hmm. the thing is like, you can express to them like, you know what, at this point in time, like I'm really going through a lot and they can hear it in your voice. They can see it. They can see the difference in you. But yet it's like, so you still don't want to go out? No. Like, so you don't want to get a drink? No. Like I, 
I'm drinking juice. I haven't had alcohol. Like, I don't drink. Like, I, I literally gave up drinking for a little while. That is not no. good for Brandon. Shh. No. <laughs> we have mocktails, people. <laughs> I like that, mocktails. <laughs> I, I, I've stopped a lot of things because it's like I have to cleanse myself in a way to get what I want. I have to mm-hmm. sacrifice a, a lot to get what I want and where I need to be. And it's like, I have to stop doing, like, I told him, like, I went on multiple months of no sexual activity, like, literally fasting, cleansing myself, cleansing everything of me so that, like, everything that I want can prosper. You understand? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's little things I'm doing for myself, but a lot of people that is that see, like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. No, I actually told my Tim, what's up, wearing hoodies and sweatshirts outside? Because, mm-hmm. like, I really don't care for the attention, but I can walk outside regularly. It's always something. And it's like, I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to be that person to you, but mm-hmm. I just want to be left in my space and left alone to do what I need to do. But, and I feel like having somebody else is a major distraction. Mm-hmm. Like, even when, like, sometimes, like, I will ignore people's phone calls. Send me a text. I'll just text you, okay, I'm fine. Because even, like, the conversation on the phone is a distraction to me. It's taking yeah. things time yeah. away me to do what I need to do and it's not like I don't want to talk to you it's like right now I just can't have that right that energy in my ear it's like and that's sh- whatever you're saying to me is being stuck in my brain it's like I can't have that and then I'm going to start thinking about your problems and your issues and what you need to be doing instead of what I need to be focused on for myself so me personally I I don't think if you're working on yourself you should be entertaining anything or anybody um, especially if there's something that you know you really really need to do you need to kind of like take a step back, but it's hard as hell. Like, trust me, it shit is hard as hell. You'll feel like you're going through like like withdrawal or some shit or whatever. It's it's hard. Um, but it's it's a thing. But then again, hopefully the people who are coming and if you come in generally will understand that and will wait for me. Like if you're willing to wait, if I'm what you want, you'll wait for me. Mm-hmm. If you saw something me and before you'll see something in me later. Right. And maybe, and, and it'll be better because you're working on yourself. That part. That part. <laughs> but that's, that's my, I want to say that's like my little take on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I don't want somebody because bitch be lonely. I'd be like, I want, I want it. Like, yeah, but no. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> they have to be in tune. Mm-hmm. Like, man, my, 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 my person would have to be in tune with the person that I'm growing to be because mm-hmm. it can be distracting if they aren't, if they want you to focus solely on them and not mm-hmm. encourage you to focus on you and focus on what it is that you're built. And it can be so distracting. And before I know it, I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm wondering why this, why this thing is, is slow, has slowed down or, or halted. It's because, you're not doing anything because exactly. they aren't doing anything. And then too, them being a distraction to you is like, all right, all right, I'm gonna allow you into my space. So you want me to open up to you and let you know what's going on. So I'm gonna let you know what's going on. And in the midst of me open up to you and let you know what's going on, not once did you offer your assistance. Not mm. once did you offer any constructive criticism or anything or any kind of different point of view or you know what, think of it this way, or how about you try this? Like nothing just like damn that's fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> so at this point it's like damn that's fucked up so i can't come over later no or 
they are taking they're listening so much and then it becomes too heavy for them and then they just ghost you and you're just like i thought you were here for the the, the dark points of I, actually, I actually had somebody said say, the lights off not when you turn yourself off exactly <laughs> i actually had somebody say they stopped talking to me because they couldn't stand to listen all the things i was going through and they couldn't imagine how See. and how i was going through all of these things knowing that i had so much so how are you going through this like wow. and to hear the <laughs> the pain and the hurt and the stuff that i'm going through was so like torturing to their ears like what the fuck they literally was like, wow. yo, I, I decided not to even call you no more because I didn't want to hear it. Like, I couldn't stand to hear it anymore. Mm-mm-mm. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was eye-opening, wasn't it? Yep. Wow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hold on one second. So it's like, you can't hear my pain, but you know I'm going through this. So it's like, for you to hear it, it was that hurtful to you and so bad. So imagine about the person who's actually physically That's going what I'm through. saying. The whole emotion. So it's like that part. It's like, well, thank you for showing your weakness. No, 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 please. No, that part. Now you know the one that goes into like when a person shows you who they are, believe them. Man, man, if I would have stuck to that, I would have saved myself a lot. But then I have to change the narrative and be like, well, at least you got the experience. Right. You know? like at least right. you got the experience that, yeah. out of it. Yeah, that's the one. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm and this and mind you too, like a lot that I'm going through now, when I say that whole like when a person shows you it's like I'm so like I can say I can probably never knew Rebel, right? And then Rain be like, Oh, don't talk to her because she's this. I treat people differently. I don't care what you say to me. Everybody treats everybody differently. Everybody reacts to everybody differently. So your presence and preservation of somebody is not going to be what it is to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. She might not like you, but the bitch with me. Like, I don't know. We good. We, we over here. Yeah. You understand? But, so I always tell people that. But then sometimes it's like I'm so used to giving people, no, they can't be that fucked up. No, <laughs> one more time. No, that, that wasn't them either. Nah, they just had a bad day. Like, I'd be giving, I'd be like, benefit of doubt. Cause I was like, some people in my brain is like, you can't be that fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's no surprise, way. Surprise. It's, <laughs> it's no way. But it's like, yeah, some people are just that fucked up. And mm-hmm. like, I'm starting to really see people for who they are. And even people that like, I literally, when I say ride with every day, talk to every single day to now when I'm going through something in my life where I was at my most vulnerable point ever and I really needed somebody. Everybody's true colors, like everything started like light bulb. And it's like, bitch, you was doing too much. These mm-hmm. people don't give two shits about you. You could have dropped that and they would have walked right over you. Yep. And still to this day, it's like, yeah, like, and I mean like fake, like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, 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 a eye opener. So trust me. People that you might have seen me with, you'll probably never see me with ever fucking again. I think that's why it is what it's like. Cause sorry, go sorry. One second. Okay. I was relating to what you're saying. I wanted to share with you that I think this is why in the past I dated busybodies 
mm-hmm. because you to me you come off to me as a pillar and so or even like a um a covering and so many mm-hmm. people stand under a covering but nobody mm-hmm. will look up to the covering and say man I think I could make this covering a little better. Exactly. Let me make sure the screws are in all the way. Let me make sure, you know, oh, there's a little hole in it. Let me, you know, let me stitch this together because I have that skill to do right. that. Right. I think people see a covering and they don't think of how my how their skills can reciprocate to you. And you come off like a pillar. So many people think, oh, you know, here's this pillar. Let me utilize it versus let me add on to it. And I think... Over time, I, you know, at least I hope and I pray for this, um, for all of us in this matter, but that you find another pillar. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was relating to it. Like, oh, this is why I date busy men, men that are active, because I don't want to see you too much. I start seeing you too much. My world becomes about you. Yep. And I know oftentimes, especially on sex, love, and alcohol, I'll be, I'll be watching back. I look back at the interviews I'm doing with you all, and I'm like, damn, I sound selfish. And you know what? I'm not selfish. I'm self-full. And I'm a little hesitant in my marriage because like like uh, Yvette said, you don't want to lose your identity. And it's it's so easy to be like, oh, be submissive. But when you're a pillar and you know that you have somewhere to be because God put something in you to do it, to everybody, you a jack of all trades. Right. Mm-hmm. But to mm-hmm. you, you're, you're finding that silver lining, that common mm-hmm. thread mm-hmm. that pulls it all together. Mm-hmm. And it just feels good to have someone that's not going to just be around saying, lay with me, watch a movie with me, eat with me. Let's go out. And it's like, no, this person's like, want to make, want to build a restaurant? I'm bored. Want to open up a business? I have this skill. You have that skill. Let's put these skills together. And we're good with people. Let's you know, pull it together. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, just wanted to speak on that. Sorry for cutting you off, but just wanted to speak no, on but, that. And you, I must have missed that thing when I put in my mute stage. But um, at the end of my marriage, I did lose myself. And it's because my husband decided to get rid of all his friends and focus on me. I was still in my working stage. I was still busy. I was still entertaining. I was still doing my side hustles. I was so busy in my life, but then he was more focused on me. And now he has nothing to do but sit at home all fucking day. Mm-hmm. So now I have to worry about you all day. Are you all right? Did you eat? Did you anything? You know what? Since you've been here all day, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do that. So it's like my life and the result, like revolving around him eventually to the point I'm like, this isn't me. Like I eventually lost myself. I eventually stopped hanging out with my friends because he had no friends. So it's like, okay, now what that looks means selfish to me. Like, oh, I'm, oh, we go, I'm hanging out with my homegirls. I'm hanging out with my homeboys. We're going out here. We're going out there. And it's like, you want to come now? I'm at home. All right. Since you don't come, I'm going to stay home too. So it's like, eventually I end up like losing myself and my little identity and who I was. And like my little circle that was so big was getting smaller and smaller and to smaller to a point it was just me and my husband. And there was nobody else. Um, to the point I really didn't know, like, I didn't even know, like, and then when I did decide to go outside, I didn't even know how to be sociable anymore. It's like, I freaking forgot how to even float around and, and be yeah. that bubbly person. It's like, I forgot how to, and normally I enter a room and it's like, oh, Chrissy's here. Yeah, we, we outside. And I was just like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how, was that, how was it dating after that though Chrissy like finding that part of how was it dating navigating the dating scene after that 
Um, it was very difficult. Like it was very difficult. And like even now too, um, I took myself out of the party world. Like I took myself out of the whole bike. Like I still ride bikes here and there, but it's like I took myself out of all the big scenes that I was in. And I went. Um, I, I'm in Georgia right now. Um, and I went out last night with one of my friends, and I literally sat there like this the whole time. And they're like, you all right? I'm fine. It's like, I didn't even know how to, it's like, I, and like people ask me to go out all the time. I'd be like, oh, I can't. Like my, a lot of my friends, I didn't even go to their birthday gatherings recently because it's like, where's it going to be? It's going to be at a club. If it's, if it's a small dinner, I'll go. But if it's at a big thing, I said, I, I have, I'm, I'm slowly developing um, social anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I told them I have to work my way back into these big things. But people know who found me on social media in the past. Like I was a gala girl. Like I go to all these ballroom galas. I go to these blue collar events. I go to all these fancy things. I'm always around a million people. I'm always doing all these things, these big, big shows and, and hosting and doing all these things. So it's like, to that, to now can't be in a room more than 10 people is kind of like a bit much for me now. So it's I'm like, so I'm so excited to see you navigate these big rooms again. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if there was no fear before, I think for me, social anxiety looks more like navigating the room. When I get anxious in a big room, I start moving around saying hi to people, talking to them. I, girl, when I tell you I push through it, I have to because. Yes. I could become like just afraid that people can see that I'm hurting sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I get imposter syndrome real quick. Like I go from being depressed for a week and I mean, not like, you know, I feel sad. It's like, I feel sad, but I shouldn't feel sad because I'm blessed. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why am I so blessed and so ungrateful? Then that thought leads to another thought. And then it's like, because of this, because of that. And I'm not like my life right now. You sound like my life right now. Yeah. Right? Mine too. <laughs> and then just goes like, hey, look around me. I have all these talents. But why nobody ever give me credit when I do something good? And why should anybody give me credit? Then you go on social media everywhere you like, no one needs to validate you. I'm hell. I need somebody to let me know I'm doing the right thing. Right. I'm doing well. <laughs> I need a little validation. We all it. do. We you know? all do. <laughs> and that's so show, you know, Rebel, you said something that resonated with me because I am such an introvert. And uh, I, to, in order to do what I'm doing, I had to put myself out there. So I really have to get out my own head when I'm going to these events and stuff. Like, okay, if you're in media and you're supposed to be doing what media does, you have to be able to get out your head and speak to people. So right. I challenge myself each time that I go, like I'm going to an event tomorrow. I'm going to have to be talking to people. And you know, the, the inner me is like, oh, I'm so afraid. But then it's like, you got to push through. Like I totally changed my whole persona and become mm -hmm. this person, that like the person I'm really supposed to be. Even though I'm still trying to find her, I, I push through so she can come out and be released right. as I'm going through these events because who we. I would be that person in the corner hoping somebody come in and, and, and do an interview with me. You oh, know, like right? the, the, the social anxiety is real. It is. Definitely real. It is. It mm -hmm. is so real. How about and the thing is, like, I like to talk. I love to talk. I love to interview people. I, I'm a conversationalist, but it's like, I can still do that. But 
navigating a large room again, it's like, oh, all right. All right. I got to babysit back into this. But everybody know me. And, like, even at work, people are like, oh, my God, you're, like, so good with people. You're, like, such a your personality. Like, you're so welcoming. You're so inviting. Oh, my God, you just know what to say or whatever. Yeah, I'm good with people because I'm fucking human. And I want people to treat me the way I want to be treated. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm not I listen, the the last thing you will ever get from me is nasty unless you show me nasty. And mm-hmm. even when you do show me nasty, I'm still gonna try to be kind to you until you keep showing me nasty. Mm-hmm. So it's like I will still be kind through your assholeness. And so <laughs> if you're an asshole, it's all right. I'll just get a little wet white. <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> But I know, too, and it's like my, you know, I know my future endeavors is going to be pretty interesting because, you know, I I will be relocating soon. And um, people already got wind of me relocating. It's like, yo, I got you for this, and I got you for this, so I might be on TV soon. Who knows? That's good. Congratulations. (laughs) That's good. We'll wait. We'll wait. Thanks, God. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Cause yes, we will see. We we will see. Like we said to you previously, mm-hmm. you this is a leap of faith. It's for the next stage of your life, and this is amazing. And we're all silently and out loudly <laughs> rooting for you. Yeah. For real. But, you know, I you know what, you know, people that's that been riding with me, I never leave nobody behind. So whatever mm-hmm. I do, everybody's gonna be coming up that ladder with me, baby. That's all I know. That's how I feel. I love it. I love it. That's you sent me the rope. I ain't got time to climb. I got to You bring one, you teach one. You teach one, you bring one. That's, that's one that's one thing about me, no matter how I move in life, like even at my old job, like I when I say like about ten of my friends work at my old job, it's like listen, if I get in a position where I can hire or get you in through the back door, whatever, you're gonna get in. I and agree. Everybody that weren't in there weren't in set careers from college or whatever that was kind of living like dead end jobs, or whatever. I was like, I got a job for you. Like it's not it, you might have to get your hands dirty, but I got a job for you. Like and it's good money, and you're gonna you're gonna. You're gonna yep. thank me later. And mm-hmm. so many people now are are working at my old job and is way over six figures doing what they gotta do from life. And before I left my job, because I was I did make it to director of the company, and a lot of my friends, including my best friend that I love, you know, we move everybody up. Like whatever, if I can put you in positions to be supervisors, managers, whatever, I'm gonna put you there before I leave. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in those high places through those doors where people everybody like eats. Eats <laughs> there, and you know, so it's like I make sure, like my if I eat, my friends eat, and I'm I'm a firm believer in that. Like we have to carry each other along the way. Don't just do something good for yourself. And be like, damn, like, and then everybody's on the sideline. Cause my whole thing is like, for your whole circle to grow, you gotta help each other. Because you don't want to be the the top dog of everything, and then next thing you're not being a bottom dog because all the little people behind you is eating off of what you got and taking what you have, and then you have nothing left. But Mm -hmm. if you all eat together at the same time, all it does is grow and make the whole thing bigger. Yep. And see, that's why you are looked at as a pillar. Everybody (laughs) probably looks at you like, oh, she got it all together. Not saying I'm not, you know, 
saying what they are doing is right, but they all look at you like, oh, Chrissy got it. She good. She got it all together. So nobody feels the need to ask you, hey, how you doing, sis? How's your mental? How can I help you? But now being transparent, people know, and the right people will be out there to help you grow and fix those little chips on your pillar to make you stronger. Yes, I, I attest to that. I attest to that. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. I'm just the talking. I love this. Oh my God. This is so beautiful. I love yes. when women get together, especially black women, when we get together and talk about the things that we have grown through. Mm -hmm. So so we know that we aren't alone. Like when yep. I saw the topic, I was like, yes, like navigating that, navigating dating as well as navigating finding <laughs> And the, thing, challenge. and the thing is navigating this because we are coming close to the end like navigating as women itself as a whole um there are few men that are in situations as us that are full-time fathers um with no mother for their children mm -hmm. that took on that role as a full-time dad and they still got to work and whatever so there are a lot of males that are taking on those motherly roles and they're going through this too. And honestly, some of them themselves can't balance. And for men mm -hmm. who, you know, had the babies and decided to walk off, just know this shit's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And it's my daughter is 17. I'm still telling her, like, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. We, we, we doing this together. I don't know what I'm doing. We're in this learning thing together. We're trying to navigate mm -hmm. together. And um, you're older now for me to say, I need your help. <laughs> like, I love that. I, admitting that. It's, yeah. like I, it's like, you know, you're at the age now. You can actually help me. I, I don't need finance. I need you to, like, you know, wash a dish or two or something like mm -hmm. get that, you know, get that laundry down there and I'll fold it. Let's tag team on this. Let's, let's, I just need your help. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to cook the food you shared. I'm going to go to work. Like <laughs> little yeah. things. Like I just need like, you know, just a little assistance. Take that little bit off of me and I'll give you whatever you need. It's just exactly, you know, exactly. it's like, but I always tell my kids like, you know, everybody raised their kids different, but um, yes. I do have a younger uh, son and I have an older daughter, a big big age gap, but neither one. Actually, my son raises my daughter. If that makes sense, he's the old soul. He's the old soul. My big son brother. literally raises my my son is my is the older. The younger one is the older one. But <laughs> that's no hand there. But I train my kids so well from young that neither one has to raise each other you understand they are my son is seven and he washes clothes he washes dishes he knows how to make eggs and pancakes that's all he oh, eats that's good and that's he knows great. how to use the toaster oven and make his bread like he he knows how to do little things <laughs> so and like and um where we are now it's like i have people that always comment like oh my god like your your son is very polite and he he made his food and he washed out his dish and he washed out his pan and he cleaned up after himself. I said, yeah, like this is what they're supposed to do. It's like my whole thing is like you have to raise them to kind of help take the load off of you as well. It's like as a parent, you only can do so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and it's and like it's we, have other parent, balance, we have other things to balance too. So if you kind of train your kids in a way to kind of be a little bit self-independent, mm -hmm. self-dependent, 
then it's less that you have to do. You can focus on other things to kind of balance out what life is. You know, yeah. it's like, I will feel secure. Like, okay, my kids are going to be home and the house isn't going to burn down because they know the proper protocols and how to do right. certain things or whatever. It's like, and it's not like you're drilling your kids. Like you make everything fun and interactive. So they remember and they know like, this is right. This is wrong, whatever. And it's like, it helps both the life a little more easier, but still we're never as a whole going to master the balance, our life, our career, our finances, our relationships, our work, please, our work lives, our home lives, it's, it's never going to be our sex lives because Lord child, these young neglected in the way, but it's always good when you have somebody that meets you at least halfway that you both take the burden off of each other and kind of help balance out everything. Yes. But. Yes. My husband said to me last night, I said, I just want you to meet me halfway. He said, I'm not going, I'm not trying to meet you halfway. I want to meet you there. Mm. I'm that halfway. Me <laughs> too. Just um, let's let's go through this thing together, baby. Let's mm -hmm. go through this thing 100%. together. And I agree with Chrissy. Definitely teaching our children how to be self-sufficient is a way to teach them how to be team players. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I can't shoot the basket for you and dribble for you. I can teach you how, but eventually you're gonna have to apply because one thing my mother drilled that my sister and I had, she would say, I'm not gonna be here forever. I mean, she scared the shit out of us. She used to tell us that when we was really young, but I she would always say that. I said, no matter what, I'm not going to be here forever. So I need you guys to do what you guys need to do. But one thing for sure, never forget about each other. Because that's why y'all got We're a unit. We're a family. Mm -hmm. We're a unit. We do things together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When my kids were younger, I used to tell them all the time because it was six of them. And I saw through my own family dynamic, like, like you know, people get older and they start spreading apart, like mm -hmm. cousins and stuff. And I, and I would tell my kids that, when I'm dead and gone, you all are all each other have. Like, mm -hmm. don't forget about each other. It's six of y'all. You take care of each other, and they do. I'm I'm glad that that's something that I I instilled in them because they are each other's best friends and that's they have fine. each other's back. Mm -hmm. You know, they I didn't allow that fight, and I didn't allow my kids to fight each other because I felt like it's enough to fight out in the world. Don't yes. be in here fighting each other. Right. Exactly. You save that energy for the world that you're gonna have to fight as little black girls and boys. Exactly. Yep. But, but this was such a great, great show. We thank you so much for joining us, Miss yes. Bat Green. And Miss Rebel Jones, thank, we thank you. you for joining us on Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Mm -hmm. We invite you and encourage you to come back anytime. And Absolutely. thank you to Miss Chrissy for making her grand entrance. As always, we love you. We encourage you in your journey of life. <laughs> you know I'm going to continue to always encourage you because that's just who I am. And of course, I am Miss Rain, and we are thank you for, for tuning in to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. We are here every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because now I was told that we are syndicated everywhere around the world. Woo! So we are on all <laughs> I know that's right. So I know that's right. Congratulations. 
Yes, if you did not catch us today, you can catch us anytime also on YouTube, which is why we cut off show to about an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but we'll we see you guys here next week, another week, another show, another episode, and, you know, maybe some new guests. You never know. Yes, Woo! yes. But thank see you guys you, next and Friday thank you to the the Rush Evening Rush Network. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice Good night, you. everybody. Have a great Bye. one.